This morning's scripture is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. Then they arrived at the region of Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on the shore, a man from the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had not worn any clothes, and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, shouting, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter those. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd stampeded down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the county. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons were, had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they became frightened. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. healed. Then the whole throng of people of the surrounding regions of Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God. be seated. So for those that uh, don't know, um, my wife and I have two uh, lovely children, Hmm. aka our beautiful um, chocolate labs that uh, are are three and they're a handful. And we have a kind of routine with them um, is, you know, during the day, they're usually outside in the backyard in the parsonage, um, you know, with water and shade, which has been a little different. We've let them inside a lot more uh, this, this last week because of how hot it is. But that's their outside time because nobody's at home and we don't trust them enough to leave them uh, inside by themselves. And so we'll let them stay, we'll feed them uh, about six o'clock and, you know, let them, their stomachs kind of settle and everything. 
and maybe between 7 and 8 o'clock, we let them inside for the night. And uh, a lot of times, about 8 o'clock, we all four kind of venture to the bed and finish watching TV um, in our room. And it's a wonderful time because they're great cuddlers, uh, especially Nana. She wants to, you know, get as close as she can to you and just curl up, and and it's wonderful. Um, And we love this uh, routine that we have. But there is a massive downside to this routine. routine. Um, So from 8 to 9, when they're laying in bed with us because I refuse to let them sleep with us, they go to their crates at night, Uh, Just in that hour, the amount of hair that comes off of these two chocolate labs uh, and that gets everywhere, I just sit there and I'm like, oh my goodness, where has all of this come? Because they still have hair on them, I really can't figure it out. But that hair then gets everywhere, and it's just a constant struggle. Uh, even like in the carpet, uh, our, our, my wife has this little scraper thing that she'll use on the carpet that pulls the hair up every once in a while. And I'm just like, how is there that much hair? And so when I'm getting ready and different things, I really kind of have to be careful because. Um, the hair will then move from the different places that it's already at onto my clothes, and it's just like I can't get rid of it. Um, It's a a constant struggle. It just sticks with me everywhere, and so, you know, I'll get in the car, which my car has hair too because they ride in the car with me, and it's just this constant struggle. I just can't get rid of uh, of this hair. It it sticks with me until I... um, go somewhere where they have never been and I finally get a lint roller and can get the, uh, <laughs> all the hair and the lint that, that um, I have acquired. Um, and see, I, I joke about uh, the dog hair sticking um, with me way longer than I would like. Um, and I think sometimes as humans, we, we kind of think that uh, different events or mistakes uh, are going to stick with us in our lives. Um, because as humans, we all have the amazing ability, each and every one of us, to make mistakes. None of us are perfect in what we do. Um, we, we tend to uh, sometimes go towards our own desires um, and our own wants, which at some times doesn't line up necessarily with, you know, God's uh, purpose and God's um, calling for us. And so sometimes we, we make these mistakes, um, and we, I, I don't know about you all, but sometimes when I realize that I've made a mistake, I feel a little shame, um, a little guilt, I guess, um, and it sticks with me in, in the back of my mind, um, remembering kind of where I messed up. But the beauty of it is that it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to stick with us. That is our own, our own guilt that, that causes it to stick with us. But rather, when we think about Christ Jesus, Jesus looks way beyond the mistakes that we make and is still there for us. And we see that from our scripture today. Uh, We see Jesus is coming into uh, this region and 
there is a man who is possessed by demons. And I think, um, we don't know kind of the whole context of it, but we do know that this man who is uh, possessed by uh, more than one demon, it says, uh, that he, he is kind of, you know, secluded with uh, people who are guarding around so that, you know, his unclean uh, spirits don't go and get uh, to other places. And so Jesus then is coming up and he is interacting with this man. And this man is, you know, he says, uh, what, what is it that you, you want with me? Jesus, Son of the Most High God. You know, he's asking him, please don't torture me, right? Which is not necessarily uh, the man talking in this moment, but rather uh, the demons uh, that are there. Because they know the power of Jesus Christ. And then Jesus, he, he asked them, what, what, he asked the man, what is your name? And again, the man does not answer rather than the demons. Because, you know, Legion, right, uh, one of the reasons that it's thought that this is the, the name that came out is because there were uh, thought to be multiple demons in this moment. And so the demons kind of uh, acknowledging that it was multiple and not just one in this moment. And they're just asking, you know, don't send us to the abyss. They're, they're kind of worried because they acknowledge that uh, Jesus is more powerful than them. And so they beg to go into uh, the pigs, the swine, right? That, that we're feeding kind of uh, in a different area. And you, you, you probably read this and wonder, well, why, why, did, why was Jesus okay with that? Like, what makes that um, okay? And, and it's thought uh, through many scholars that, um, you know, Jesus, being that he uh, grew up as a Jew, uh, pigs and swine were thought to be very unclean. So that is kind of why Jesus is like, okay, you know, if that's where you want to go, like, go. That's fine. But you need to leave this man. And so we continue to see through Scripture what happens in the pigs going into uh, the water and the man being freed of these demons. And the man says, right, he, he wants to go with Jesus after this event. He begged that he would go with Jesus. And I'm wondering if in this moment... One of the reasons, there are multiple reasons in which I think he, he begged Jesus, because he just obviously witnessed a miracle and, and witnessed uh, the almighty power of Christ. But I wonder if there was a little bit of guilt and a little bit of worry of this man going back to his home and uh, worried about other people, you know, still being scared or frightened of him because of what had happened prior to this event. I don't know for certain, but I know if I was in his shoes, I, I would have a little bit of worriedness um, because I would be worried that I was defined by my mistakes and by uh, what I had done. And in this case, what had been done not because of, of his own 
desires, but because of the desires of those that had possessed him. But Jesus instead says, no, return home and declare how much God has done for you. And so he went, and he went, and he proclaimed throughout the city how Jesus had done, what Jesus had done for him. Acknowledging the almighty power. And, and I, I think that through, um, if I had heard, right, Jesus saying that to me, realizing that in that moment that I am not who I was. That through Christ, I have been transformed in a beautiful way. In this way, uh, the man was healed and, and freed through Christ. And wanting to go out, and as Jesus has asked him, uh, to go out and help others know of the almighty power and the almighty love that Christ Jesus has just shown this man. Because up to this point, obviously, nothing had worked if, they had, if it, whatever anybody had tried. And it sounds like, based off of having uh, him kind of shackled and chained, they had kind of given up on trying to maybe help the man. But Jesus didn't. Jesus went. And he healed the man. He freed the man. And he said, go. And in hearing all of this that has transpired, I think it just kind of helps me realize that I am not defined by the moments of shortcomings, but rather I am defined in believing and knowing who Christ is in my life. And knowing who Christ is in my life and knowing that Christ looks way past my mistakes, going and sharing that with others. Not just being afraid to go and uh, to go into places where uh, maybe people would look upon me differently based off of actions um, that were mistakes, but rather continuing to strengthen my relationship with Christ, continuing to learn uh, where God is calling me, and then going and sharing who God is in my life so that others will discover who God is in their life. And I, I think, I know that that can be hard. Because inevitably, even, um, you know, past that moment where I feel that, you know, I can go out and, and not worry about mistakes, I, I will at some point do something wrong again. I'm really good at that. You can ask my wife. But stopping in that moment, learning from those mistakes, and figuring out how can I better share who God is and be reminded that even in those moments of mistakes, 
Jesus is with me. Jesus is continuing to, to shape who I am and continuing to ask me to go and to share the good news. The good news of the love and the presence of God in our lives through Jesus Christ, His Son, and that we are surrounded even today by the Holy Spirit. And so I just, I hope and I pray that as, as we go about our weeks that we don't let the moments in which we have messed up, where we have fallen short, where we have made mistakes, we don't let those moments cause us to feel guilt and shame, but rather that we grow from those mistakes and that we go from this place sharing of how Christ continues to love us and continues to be there for us no matter what has happened in the past and that we help others so that they too will understand of God's grace and God's love in their lives as well. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you continue to be present and that you continue to love and come after us even in the moments where we do not see you or where we do not hear you as we should. Even in the moments where we make mistakes, you are still there. You are still there wanting to form us and you are still there loving us. And so, Lord, help us so that we may go out into the world and do just as Jesus commanded this man as he was free, letting everyone know of all that God has done for us and letting others know that you are God or with them just as much as you are with us. And so we thank you, Lord. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.